Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 235. We have now done as many episodes as the isotope of uranium used in nuclear power plants and some weapons. Ah! Speaking of things that cause reactions, this week... I'm so sorry. Okay. This week we're talking... <laughs> I have put up for the, with this for 234 episodes, but this, sir, is too far. <laughs> just, there's nothing else you can say about something that's, like, radioactive than, like, just causes reactions and stuff. I mean, it's the perfect thing, so why would I say something different? It's like, uh, Speaking of things that are slight mutations of things that you might otherwise like. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that suggesting that people really love uranium. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, that's... But uranium classic. <laughs> Anyway, we're watching Forever Night, you guys. It's the uh, Canadian vampire melodrama from 20 years ago. This episode is sponsored by uh, Sarah, Sarah L., who says, uh, It's amazing. Definitely more of a guilty pleasure than a hate. Uh, Have fun with it. It's super silly. And uh, she also said that she watched it in middle school and towards the end of her all-black clothing vampire fiction Wiccan phase. And and then uh, uh, mostly loved it. Um, we've, I've heard word from other people who are excited that we were doing this that the last season is the worst, but in the way we watched the episodes, it was kind of hard to tell. We watched uh, 1.9, 2.2, 2.15, 3.10. Yeah, so that was the last one was a big jump, uh, and it was hard to tell if it was just the show. Uh, uh, anyway, so- yeah. something that I didn't realize they killed off a character between like uh, some of these episodes. Oh. Yeah, they killed off Skanky. Yeah, Skanky. Oh, well, and Skanky. also the vampire lady who runs the bar. What? Jeanette. Yeah. I memorized everyone's names in preparation. I'm imp- I mean, Skanky is the only name I remembered. I thought it was a nickname, but that was his name. Yeah, I thought first Skanky. he was saying something offensive, and then I, he was like, because they kept referring to Skanky women, but it was just the women who were interested in Detective Skanky. <laughs> you know, it, I thought his name was just slightly chubby comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand relationship. Mm-hmm. And his unseen wife, like, cheers. Yeah. Always talking about that wife. That but may or may not. seriously, Jeanette died also? Yeah, too bad. Hey, if, if you live in Canada, where do you say your imaginary wife is from? Manitoba. Really? That was a guess. Further Canada. <laughs> also in Canada. <laughs> no, I have this uh, wife. You've never met her. She lives in uh, northern Canada. Or do you think they say, oh, she's a Kiwi or something like that, where it's plausible that she has visa status, but... She's just a know, very small, very delicious fruit. <laughs> That's right. I was thinking she's a little bird. Yeah, a bird with oh. a long beak. Oh, that would be cute. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's what people marry. So this is Forever Night, you guys. Oh, this, uh, If you want to sponsor an episode of your choice, you can go to read-weep.com, join our mailing list, and you will have first access to the new episodes when they're available for sponsorship coming up not too far in the future. So read-weep.com, join the mailing list today. You'll also have first access to things we mail you. You will, Well, I guess you will. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Right. Among yeah. the first access. Yeah, yeah, tied for first access with the things that we mail out. You know I'm on my false shit. I ain't with foreclosure. I will never forfeit. Less than four bars. Google bring the chorus in. Did you get the picture yet? I'm painting you a portrait of young. Let me introduce you to your panel. Uh, my name is Alex Falcone. I'm on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And this is going to be a fun one today. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter. Please welcome in San Francisco, California, Ezra Fox. Alex, I need to get a job. 
and being a thousand-year-old vampire, I figured I'd be a late-night radio host. Man, what was the what was going on with that guy? Also, uh, I feel like I wasn't going to pay my light crew very good, so there's going to flash green and red on my face while I talk. Also, between season two and season three, he downgraded his microphone. It's a much worse microphone in the last season. Okay, What's going well, on actually, I can understand that. Radio is kind of a dying medium. Uh, Even so. back when it was the biggest medium? <laughs> well, it wasn't a radio drama. It was a TV show. So I think they, they kind of had oh, right. their... Oh, yeah. right. TV show killed the radio drama. <laughs> yeah, that is that, that, is that uh, music Classic. video that I saw, yes. Classic Canadian phrase. <laughs> also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hey, Alex. I know we're partners and all, but my wife's invisible. And instead of doing what she wants, I'm just going to host late night poker games while on our romantic vacation. Yeah, what's that guy was weird. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Stinky. (laughs) That whole thing where he was like, "No, no, my wife wants to go to Hawaii, so I'm taking her to to Las Vegas because surely there's a Hawaii in one of the hotels." I mean, it was good logic. Yeah, but it was just hard to root for him, you know. Yeah, it's hard to imagine a world where you'd get credit for that. Also, yeah, right. (laughs) Even though you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Also joining us today, she's at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter in Chicago, Illinois. Please welcome back. Requested for expertise in melodramatic vampires, it's Sarah Hathaway. (laughs) I'm a busy career woman, but send me a valentine and I'll orgasm on my couch shortly before being murdered. She bites her finger while she's reading like this very straightforward Uh. poem. She's like, bills, bills. A valentine? And then the next shot, she's in a negligee with a glass of wine being like, ooh, this Hallmark card. Yeah. Roses I mean, are I'm... red, violets are naked, and she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, violets are naked. You love me very much? Mm. <laughs> I I like getting mail as much as the next guy, but... Huh? <laughs> Maybe not as much and as them. Yeah, how much does that guy like? Their analysis was career women are so busy that it only takes a very little bit of effort to get them to lower their guard. Well, I have some problems. We're going to talk about that late in a later segment, but I have some concerns with the way they diagnosed what happened in that murder. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was convenient, wasn't it? It was. There are some... Uh, as cops, they're not the best. As vampires, they're not the best. It's kind of like most hybrids, I feel like. you know. As skanks, they're not the best. Well, as, as attractive people, they're not the best, but I blame the 90s for yeah. that. <laughs> not entirely their fault. Not entirely their fault. Uh, let's find out what happened in this movie, though. Let's check in on the plot. Chris, you are our summarizer for your freakish yes. recall and your dulcet tones that seem like maybe you've lived a longer life than is humanly possible. Hmm. Today, I would like you to summarize in the style of a Canadian vampire. That was a straightforward one. You, you might have seen that coming. Oh, okay. A little bit. Uh... Swoosh. Sorry. He wants yeah. to go one place. Swoosh. Another place. All right. <laughs> uh, Swoosh. I'm terribly sorry. I'm here to suck your blood. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, uh, Canadian listeners. <laughs> you do sorry. sound like that, though. <laughs> you All right. are all about the blood. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Canadians always be wanting to suck that blood. I mean, you do, you do say that. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, the scene. Toronto. Ontario. Canada, Earth, the early 1990s. <laughs> Nicholas Knight is a 700-year-old vampire who stalks the streets of Canada's biggest, most bustling city. However, he's one of the good guys. 
he works as a police detective. And together with his partner Skanky and his girl Friday Natalie, a forensic pathologist who is the only human who knows of Nick's condition of vampirism, uh, Nick solves murder cases for the cops. And uh, one day he hopes to reverse his curse and become mortal again. And and that's why uh, he's sick of having the hunger to murder people. He he kind of has some ethical feelings. Well, but humans have that too sometimes. Yeah, but not like I mean, like they, he wants fragile. to murder people the way I want to murder Reese's peanut butter cups. Um, what about well, Butterfinger peanut cups? I mean, yeah, there's cups? no wrong there's no wrong way to murder a Reese's. <laughs> exactly, but <laughs> there are pretty... plenty of ways to murder a human that will get you thrown in jail. Even Most can. ways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's the sh- that's the show. That's the show. Uh, and, well, that's the show. We watched uh, season one, episode nine. I will repay. Where uh, Natalie, the pathologist's brother, Richie, a DA, is shot by a criminal, and Nick is, for- is forced to turn him into a vampire. Um, and this except- guy cannot handle his vampirism. Yeah, he, <laughs> no. he does not like immediately. It well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then we watched uh, season two, episode two, a fate worse than death. Where Nick and Skanky work a case where a, a hooker and her pimp are murdered. Um, turns out it was another hooker who was killing people. Right. Um, a hooker with the heart of hooker. Yeah, a hooker with the heart of murder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A yeah, heart of stab, I think. <laughs> yeah. I was gone. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. And then we watched uh, season two, episode 15, Be My Valentine, in which Nick Knight is clearly on the booty hunt for Natalie uh, mm-hmm. amidst another Valentine's themed murder investigation and it's hard to know if this was one of those will they or won't they because we only watched a couple episodes and it was like well they won't oh they will yeah and then they they but kind they of won't, won't. <laughs> yeah and then they won't yeah. again at the end but I, it seemed like they were acting like there was a lot of sexual tension built up and i was like we just got here i don't know yeah. <laughs> you seem good really together. earning this yeah no and they were wearing the same outfits like the whole time <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's a little low budget and then we also watched uh season three episode 10 night in question in which uh Nick is uh, shot in the head. It opens with Nick in the hospital. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And they think he's dead, but of course he's a vampire. He can't die from a mere bullet wound. So he recovers, but he has amnesia, and he has to learn all over again that he's a vampire. And <laughs> Which would be confusing for a while. I feel like the, most of that should have been like a week or so of just him like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <Those> <laughs> nah. <are real. laughs> yeah. So, so that's what we watched. He buys and, it pretty fast. He's like, yeah. why? Oh I'm, a, oh, I'm a vampire. That explains it. Oh, that explains the flying and the me wanting to bite everybody's jugular. <laughs> okay. Have I guess that's drugs. true. Right. Whoa. They <laughs> call jugulars in the vampire speak. I, I'm down. Yeah, they call them vampire porn. Jugs. Like, they like some big jugs. Yeah. <laughs> vampire porno mags are called big jugs, and it's just people's <laughs> necks. Just, just beating, <laughs> palpitating. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's what we watched. So just that, that was my plot. That was the show. That's the show. All right. Well, it's let's start and end silly. with a compliment. It was silly. Uh, let's start and end every every show with a compliment. Still, it's called the compliment sandwich. Sarah, as our guest, you can go first or I guess last, which is fourth in this show. Which do you prefer? Um, I would like to go first because we briefly touched on this. All right, lay it on me. Um, I love so much that the bad guy turns up as an evil late night self help DJ. Yeah, more than Nemesis, like, right? His name's LaCroix. Yeah. And he has a flair for the dramatic and likes to turn around and talk slowly. I would never yeah, listen to that it, radio show. That guy, he was a little too intense for radio, I thought. No, it was so... And he would just be like, friends, 
what is a friend but someone looking to stab you in the head? Yeah, like, and it would <laughs> you just go on and on. This next song goes out to Becky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, next up, it's me. Uh, I'm going to do, can I do three mini compliments? Yeah, if you time together. Oh. Oh, you know what? Actually, it's how about this? Show. I'll be I'll be last because just so I don't steal anything. Because mini compliments kind of a, oh, a mean way to cool. go. Ezra, why don't you be second? Um, I mean, I don't think Vampire Justice is super fun the way Nick is doing it, but it is like rigid. So it is swift. Yeah, it's, well, it's yeah, it's it's swift. It's got some rules. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Explain he, Vampire Justice to me. Well, it's like Human Justice, uh, where you have all the powers of vampire and almost never use them. <laughs> vampire justice yeah <laughs> yeah his vampire abilities figured very little into the cases we well, saw him every solving. once in a while you got a helicopter shot that i think was supposed to be from his first person hard to know yeah he was matrixing everywhere yeah, he, was, he was doing that you, awesome. do you think maybe neo ever like got into like heavy traffic with some vampires like where it's just like he's like he's <laughs> flying but like there's other people also flying around I think that in the third, with the third dimension, there's just a lot more room to pass people. Yeah, I mean, you might yell at somebody like, "Hey, no passing on the bottom," but like, <laughs> it's not a big deal. You know, yeah. There's like bumper stickers on their feet. <laughs> That's the, my other shoe is a shoe. Uh, <laughs> oh man! And your turn signals are LA lights. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> you would need that. <laughs> I don't know how you'd make them blink without stepping on something because aren't they pressure activated? Yeah, you can kick them or something. Vampire powers. Yeah, yeah vampire. Right, where are you vampire powers? That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right, Chris, what's your mi- uh, major compliment? I have a lot of compliments for this show, but just to kind of dovetail with uh, the vampire justice compliment, is that um, I love that Nick Knight is a vampire detective. He's like super powered. He has super senses. He's super fast. He can fly around. But he's a detective who happens to be a vampire, not the other way around. So he's still bound by the laws of man and a lot of bureaucracy and paperwork and the chain of command. When Captain tells him to do something, he still has to do it. So um, (laughs) I I just love that situation of him having so much potential and not being able to use any of it. Uh, Yeah, it's really just like the most standard cop show where like he happens to be a vampire. Yeah, yeah, it's well, basically like detective nights, you know, like because he can't go out during the day, so he mm-hmm. it's never explained why he can't attend staff meetings that occur during the day. Oh yeah, that's true. I was about the boss. Well, I, I, think said, about that I, I think in the yeah, he has a skin condition. He's like, you guys can't go out in the day. Got a skin condition. They're like, okay, cool, skin condition. I respect that. See, I would immediately think, oh, vampire cop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe they just don't want to deal with that HR issue. Yeah, you can't ask about that. It's it's illegal. I don't know if vampire is a protected class, but... It might be in Canada. Uh, It might be. Yeah, and in the 90s. Anything goes in the 90s. I I can't go outside during the day, you guys, because I have a skin condition. Also, I have this murder condition where (laughs) sometimes I kill people. And I have this flashback condition. That's the worst condition. That is... Yeah, no warning on those flashbacks. All of a sudden, you're in a high school play set of what a medieval castle would look like. Yeah. Save it. Save it. <laughs> okay. All right. I have so many thoughts. Okay. So let me do my, my little triplicate. Uh, I have three mini compliments I want to do. You're uh, filing your compliments in triplicate now? I am. I am. Uh, you, you keep the yellow copy. Ah. Favorite. Uh, in general, I'll, I'll say the theme of these are I love the classics. 
you know, I love there's some good classic elements here. I love a good vampire story where the vampires don't like garlic or crucifixes. Mm-hmm. That's nice. awesome. We skipped that way too often. I love uh, a classic melodramatic story that uses amnesia. I mean, that's yeah. you're playing the hits now, right? Uh, and actually, it was, the amnesia was especially great because I haven't seen much of the show, so it was like I also had amnesia. <laughs> this is helpful for me to learn. I got everything. to learn along with him. Like, oh, okay, he's that's a the vampire. Oh, okay, great. Sure, yeah, great. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, and then, lastly, I love a classic of all movies and TV where someone is so angry they smash a glass tumbler with their hands. They just squeeze it till it explodes. Oh man! Or proving they're yeah, at one point he proves he's a man of action. He's like, no, this won't stand. So he has a full glass of wine and he just pours it out in the sink <laughs> and like that there's no time to finish this wine blood i blood do wine. like making points with glasses you know yeah that's like, your main options yeah yeah there was a lot of like gesturing around furniture holding glassware <laughs> in the show there was at least three separate occasions where people clutched the edge of a sink yeah <laughs> All right, let's do our let's jump into our anchor segment, our hate segment today. Uh, today, I think we're gonna go. You know, we're just gonna do some. Uh, we're just gonna do a classic vampire prohateral. You know, we'll just see all of the different stages of hating, but with vampires. Cool. Nice. Well, so, uh, I was looking at it, trying to remember what I meant by prohateral, but then I figured it out. It's a profiteral, right? I got that. Pr- procedural. Oh. Sorry. What's a profiteral? Oh, I was thinking profiteral, Because those have layers. It's a, it's a pastry. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, this was because this is like a police procedural with vampires. Yeah. Only, you know, not so much with the procedure. Right, or in the vampires are only so-so. Uh, yeah. Now I want to see what a profiteral is. You'd like it, I think. Okay, I'm sure I would. I'm just going to start with basic foundational uh, knowledge here. Um, at one point, the radio says that the wind speed in whatever Toronto is like, oh, wind's blowing at eight miles per hour. Guys, it's Canada. This is a they, Canadian show. Don't they know they measure everything in kilometers in Canada? Like, I actually cross-referenced this. I went to the Toronto CBC TV station and, like, went to their in weather the 90s. section. And everything's measured in KPA. Yeah, yeah they, that they is said strange. Was two, it was, like, six feet tall before also. It was, uh, I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, and yeah, I mean he's Canadian, right? They measure him in hands. Yeah, and weight is in stone, right? And courage is in oxen. <laughs> <laughs> courage uh, is in oxen. Classic, Chris. Uh, he was a good man. Five oxen strong. <laughs> I, you know, but there was a lot of like this show. It's really remarkable how everything in it was almost secondary. <laughs> like that type of factual information the mysteries were really secondary yeah. like the crimes themselves yeah. his vampirism was really secondary yeah just the thing with the crimes like they like the valentine's episode they like solved a serial killer and it was a real small part of the episode they were it was like yeah oh he's killed again let's use this as an opportunity to flirt at the crime scene and then like well we caught him let's let's flirt at the police station yeah they went to the one place that they had with the one clue they had they asked around and all of a sudden the serial killer got scared and held somebody hostage and then they knew that was their man 
I watch a lot of Law and Order, and it's always like, well, for the first twenty minutes, it's going to be a lot of fake outs and and dead ends, and eventually they'll get to the right person. And then, and this was just like, yeah, every clue is important. It'll give you the next clue. Everything is just very linear. Yeah, it made being a cop seem really easy, which I guess is maybe why, you know, vampires want to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> he's phoning it <laughs> in. This will be fine. He wanted a yeah. simple career. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's 800 years old, right? Like, you know, not exactly as spry as he used to be. I'm oh, sure this is an awesome con, you guys. So cops <laughs> have great pensions. Right, mm. and so oh. what he's going for is he puts in his time a relatively short twenty years or something yeah. like that on the floor. Yeah, just thirty oh, and wow. out. Yeah, thirty and out, and then he gets hundreds of years of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> he's the reason why cities go bankrupt is they're all paying out these pensions to vampires. That is probably the, the real issue. problem in our cities are vampire cops sucking all the pensions. Drag. Seriously, yeah, we need is... to get in some union busters to get rid of these vampire. Pensions. I am a one-issue voter. It turns out, and it's really going after these vampire cops. Vampire cops. I'm done with it. We referenced this earlier, but I was so upset about the Valentine's Day serial killer too. So their theory was he used a, a, a valentine to lure them in, but he was like already in their house and had graffitied their wall and then just strangled them in their <laughs> chairs. Yeah. So like he really only needed them no to be... No lure needed. Yeah, no, no lure at all. It was just like you wanted to be distracted for a half second so you can surprise her. Yeah, I there's mean, so you... many easier ways to distract someone for a half second without having like three lines of a, of a, you know, of a poem. Yeah, and also the poem being finished on the wall. They're not distracted anymore. Now they're looking up at the wall. I mean, it really... Got buy him a and book? And she didn't see that until it timed perfectly with the poem. And it was like... There was like spotlighting on it. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah, I did not notice written in blood on my wall. Which, out <laughs> of context, it doesn't seem... It seems like the last line of a poem, so you don't even know what it meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what if you saw that first? Yeah. Or, or, or more I likely... Mean, I mean, like, if it's me, like... I'm not going to get to all my mail every single day. So it'll be like, he's waiting there for like a good three or four days. And I'll be like, oh, I guess this mail is building up. I, what is this? Uh, yeah, Citibank. Um, you, yeah, I, I would just have ac- probably accidentally thrown out the Valentine with a bunch of credit card offers. <laughs> so he'd be sitting there forever. Just like, God, read the poem. Read the poem, Alex. But I think it's just part of the show's really misguided view on what romance is because this is the same episode where Natalie her big romantic gesture to Nick was to give him a fancy pill box well, engraved yeah it said I love you in it but it said but with love, love you but like a friend love you well she yeah, said that you know, it didn't unless say you're that. into it I mean maybe sometime we could get coffee yeah. it was a long inscription <laughs> <laughs> but it worked you know that's exactly what he needed yeah. to hear all of that he held her chin weirdly uh, while they mushed faces, that's the, so that's that the helped. Dream, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds way wow. more fun when you describe it. Yeah, I'm too much of a career woman to have that <laughs> dream. <laughs> I'll just yeah. read three quarters of a poem. <laughs> I got a hate on... Um, Go for it. Uh, I guess the past, just generally. So mm-hmm. it's, Yeah, I mean, what the hell? Always being behind, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. Yeah, behind and, the times. Oh, yeah. can't, catch up. Um, but... but well, one, everyone seems to kind of sexually assault people uh, in the past, from what I understand, which is not cool. Yeah. Not yeah. cool past. It checks out, though. Um, but <laughs> also, I guess just there's kind of a nonsensical past that we had. So in the in the one where uh, it finds out that Nick used to turn people into vampires this one time, um, what happened was there's a woman who was stealing, I think, dried fish, uh, and then... 
these two like really disgusting fishermen guys wanted to uh, sexually assault her. Then they find out that she's actually a leper, and so they stab her. Yeah, I, I, yeah, good, good call, guys. I yeah. just, I don't. It's like ah, uh, I don't know. It's like tracking. Like the horse gets out of the barn, and then you like go down, stab it. Yeah, stab it. Right. It's there's no really other corollary to that. It was yeah. I didn't understand where they were like, oh, she's a leper. Stab the witch. Yeah, it, it seems just, like different. Like you, mm. yeah, you know, it's like feed a fever, starve a cold, or whatever. Stab, stab a leper witch. I don't know. It's like I feel like they were trying yeah, to stab it's their own. Feed shame. a leper, stab a witch. That's a different. They're different yeah. things. Yeah. Or is it feed a feed a witch, stab a leper? I can't even remember. Uh, I I thought they were really trying to stab their own shame and embarrassment for for treating her so poorly. I think they were just trying to. They just try to stab their way out of every situation. That's <laughs> every tool is a, it was a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Everything looks like a stab victim. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> But all of really? the, pa- the past in every episode was, like, really... Yeah, the logic was so weird. Like, then there was the episode where LaCroix fell in love with Nick's sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Here's a great disgusting like phrase to times. ever say about your sister. You oh. are a woman now. My flower has blossomed. I wrote that down, yeah. too. Her name was Fleur. Big, her name was actually Fleur. Her name flower. was Fleur. Uh. But, like, that's still not cool to say to your sister. Yeah. Also, I think his mom would have definitely been dead. <laughs> In like crusade times, like yeah, he, he a was, woman in her sixties who was she's like the oldest woman in the world. <laughs> um, I, I guess more book of ye old r- world records. Yeah. Um, I'll, the scroll. <laughs> I have just sort of a bigger hate in general about uh, about vampires. Okay. That this is what's really really angered me during this, and I had this fight with some some of our, our fans on Twitter, uh, but. Okay, so vampires, if they don't get enough blood, they die, right? And if they're hit by sunlight, they 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 die. Well, yeah. Yeah. Right? So how is it that they live forever if what you really mean is needs food to survive and dies when killed? (laughs) Isn't that pretty much normal behavior for any living thing? Don't get wrinkles. subtle differences there, right? There there are. Yeah, they don't visibly wrinkle, but whales don't wrinkle. What? Are whales vampires? This is what I'm saying. They could Each be. And every Who knows? One of them. Yeah. Yeah. And like, sure, vampires live longer than humans, but like, tortoises can live 150 years, and they were already wrinkly. So how can you tell? And we think, but we don't think of them as the undead turtles. They're just they don't die until well, they weren't they born something else, and then you know, bitten by a turtle and became a turtle. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, the transformation that's a number problem. one. I okay. and B, they don't drink blood necessarily for like caloric nourishment. They are sustained forever through the magical evil power of the undead. They just need blood to sustain their magic, right? See, I think that's not true. I think that gets, yeah, that you're splitting hairs at that point. Like, I need pizza to maintain my magic. That's just how <laughs> things work. That's how life life finds a way, Chris. Yeah, and they won't experience like cellular death. You know. Well, okay, but like, so compared to fruit flies, like fruit flies die every like seven minutes. So, okay. so that's how often people think about sex. I think. But if a it, turtle bites a fruit fly, the fruit fly doesn't become a turtle. No. Okay. It half of a fruit fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay, but hold on, you're talking about two different problems. So let's think about a fruit fly. You're like compared to a fruit fly, humans don't experience cellular death because it's just on a time frame they can't imagine. Okay. So, like the oldest vampires, what are the what's the oldest vampire we know here? Like five hundred years old. There are four thousand year old trees in Nevada. Like they're not demons. No one bit that tree. They just live longer. How do you know? Whoa, 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 whoa! Slow down there, Alex. Uh huh. How do you know that? That they don't experience. They're not tree demons. Oh, 
Well, sure, maybe they are, but then maybe we need to qualify vampires. They're the most benign demons in the world. <laughs> they grow very slowly. Yeah, the demon powers are just to not die on this mountain. <laughs> I think the key. I, I just. I'm not saying the vampires. I'm saying like it's fine if we qualify that as demons. Then, but just we also have to classify turtles and trees and. Uh, anything that's not a fruit fly as a demon i'm okay with that and undead i think i'm not saying vampires shouldn't exist they just should be qualified as tortoises that's all okay, i want as undead other types of things i mean i'm just saying undead is a weird way to say for something who just hasn't died yet it has to die in order to become a vampire alex see i'm not sure that it actually does like compared to like what a caterpillar does to become a, a butterfly oh no absolutely no, but butterfly. people straight up die to become vampires well, I mean, they, they do what appears to us to be dying, but that's true of a caterpillar on the way to a butterfly, right? It, like, emulsifies, and then it, like, pops out. It's a totally yeah, different and thing. butterflies like are likewise not to be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> and butterflies, as we all know, live off the blood of the innocent. <laughs> okay, well, so plenty of... You know, we, we, you know, Scottish people eat blood uh, in sausage and, and puddings. Yes. As do leeches. Okay, okay, Alex, if you put all this together, though, if there was a Scottish person who, like, lived for, like, thousands of years and ate blood, I'm going to say vampire. <laughs> I'm going to say in- immortal vampire. It's just, it's not immortal is my point, because you can kill them and they die if they don't eat. That's not, that's normal mortal behavior. Okay, I guess what I mean is, okay, here's how I see it. It's like a car that could run forever on cruise control. You can still crash that car, but it can run forever if you, like, you know, like, it's infinite power source. That's kind of... Okay, if, except that it could run out of gas and it, the parts could wear down. Uh, but does it have seats for both the turtle and the butterfly? <laughs> yes, and the Scottish blood eater in the back. <laughs> it's a, it's a, that's a party now. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a road, road trip, trip movie if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> and the Horton. tortoise is always saying, slow down, what's your hurry? <laughs> There's, like, a, the, the tree who's, like, gonna... Oh, they're gonna crash in the tree, the tree's gonna kill them all. That's all part of the tree's plan. <laughs> yeah, that's the demon tree's plan. Yeah. I think that tree might live off the blood of the innocent. That's a very reasonable guess. Mm. I, I can't get past the fact that, like, if oak trees were evil, we would never know. Like, we would have no idea if all trees are trying to kill us. <laughs> Every time an oak tree drops an acorn, it's, taste my fury! <laughs> <laughs> This ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon. If it bites and bangs people, you can bet we sell the first three seasons of it. Meanwhile, in the Read It and Weep Tortured Hero Room. Hey guys, fun vampire show, right? Uh, well, don't all agree at once. Sorry, Sarah. It just reminds us of that time when we all got turned into vampires. Is that going to trigger a flash? I'm bored. People are trying to touch me. My sandwich is over there. I have leprosy. What if I can fix those problems by making you all vampires? Sold. Okay. Sold. Yeah. No, I should warn you. It comes with terrible consequences. Hey, Pasty. We said sold. Make with a bitey already. This leprosy isn't going to cure itself. <laughs> Back? Oh, answered my own question. Why didn't we listen to that vampire's warnings? Damn this short attention span. And damn this... Sarah... I have such a hard time being a kick-ass vampire and not killing everybody. I don't need to watch poor Detective Knight struggle with it, too. God, you know what I could really go for? A killing spree? Me too. Guys, there's a better way. It's been over a year since I've wanted to drink someone to death, and you know why? 
because you're dehydrating them into a powder and snorting them? What? What? Because of read-weep.com slash Amazon. Whenever I feel something, I just go there and buy something. You mean you feel something bad? Or anything at all. Buying things gives me a false sense of control, and it supports my favorite podcast to read it and weep. Well, but aren't you going to run out of money? Not at these prices. I can buy away all the feelings and still have cash left for a Vampire Maker's Day gift for our Maker Vampire. That way we won't get another repeat of last year. It's Vampire Maker's Day again. Did any of you remember this year? Wait, we have to remember every year? I told you there would be consequences! Redashweep.com slash Amazon. Happy Vampire Maker's Day, Papa. Cause all you people are vampires And all your stories are stale And though you pretend to stand by us I know you're certain will fail Okay, so you guys, uh, we have time for uh, a, a quick segment here And uh, the next thing I want to do is we're going to play Claire Ezra Explains It All Sarah all right. requested this uh, Not Sarah, guest Sarah, Sarah, sponsor Sarah Wait a second she said she picked you, Sarah, because the, uh, of your uh, melodramatic vampire knowledge, but I think there might be a Sarah bias. Mm, Sarabas. I mean, we're a huge network. You are. It's, that's better than, like, Sigma or whatever. Like, you're, you guys have a big... You always have people to turn to to get jobs. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Better than being a phoenix? Yeah, it's better than being a phoenix, exactly. Yeah, good luck, phoenixes. <laughs> The Sarah Network will destroy you. Anyway, uh, so Sarah, our sponsor, wanted us to play Claire Ezra Explains It All because she wanted Ezra to finally explain to her what's really going on in this uh, in this show. So Ezra, mm. you're just gonna have to uh, make with the uh, make with the explanations, make clear up some explainy. things for us. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Okay, Ezra, quick question here. Mm. Uh, the first episode when Natalie's brother Richie becomes a vampire, uh, he preys on the wicked. Yeah. And Nick goes, no, that's wrong. Um, how come there's no middle ground between letting Richie do his thing and killing him? Couldn't there be like some sort of talking or coaching montage where he teaches him all the skills of controlling his vampire rage? I mean, I'm going to say... Sort of like uh, a vampire minor leagues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, you guys know I love a montage. Uh-huh. Uh, and I wish they had done that. But I think it's just, it's one of the things that comes with uh, vampirism. It's just, you like, you just lose any kind proof? of grays, I guess. It's all black or it's all white. And maybe there's some red, but no grays. Really? You know? There's not like between 40 and 60 shades of gray? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that does not exist either. Definitely not. Uh, Ezra, uh, there was a t- during uh, a conversation with one of the doctors after a guy had been shot. The doctor said a lot of his vital organs were badly damaged. Mm. How often do doctors refer to a number of organs as a lot of them? Oh, it's a technical term. It's just that's the it's like the liver, uh, organs, and um, tumuscus. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's it's the acronym. Tumuscus. Oh yeah, the the tumuscus. You know, which is also. <laughs> An acronym. <laughs> it's a recursive acronym. Yeah. Stands for Tumuscus. Uh, oh no, this goes on forever. Angela. Yeah. Um, stomach. I don't know. You, you can stop. Great. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> More questions, please. Uh, so, going back to that first episode, uh-huh. Richie's wife um, just seems mostly mildly annoyed that her husband is probably going to die in front of her mm-hmm. 
Can you explain why that wasn't a bigger deal? Um, well, I, I think uh, she just believed in, you know, reincarnation really strongly and figured, you know, it's like Richie was doing pretty good. So it's like gonna, uh, gonna get upsized, you know, it's like time for, time for a promotion to become like an elephant or something. <laughs> a follow-up question. A Why question. wasn't anyone concerned <laughs> yeah. that it was sort of deeply creepy that his sister was so physically close to him, but his wife was not? Mm. Mm. That's an interesting question. Well, his sister, uh, I think that's more just a technical thing. His sister is played by an actress who was a regular. Uh, the wife was probably there for like half a day. She was dating a PA or something. Yeah, right. She just kind of got slipped in there. Uh, follow-up to that. Uh, why didn't any of them upgrade to being elephants? Hmm. Well, we did. Did you, see, did you see any elephants? No. So, how do we know they weren't upgraded somewhere else? Oh. Yeah. Why would they be upgraded somewhere else, though, when we're here? We would like to see it here. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd like to see an elephant, too, but <laughs> elephants are not cheap. And if we, if we only get a wife for half a day of shooting, you think we're going to get a full elephant on set? No, sir. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I'm coming down on the Chaos. side of that. Yeah. Um, at one point during the season three episode we watched, the bad guy cackled, you remember the old saying, do what you want to me, but don't mess with my family? Uh, do you remember that old <laughs> saying? And from where does it come from? <laughs> uh, I remember from last night when I watched like four episodes of these at two times speed at like no, no, midnight. No. <laughs> I remember it from the show I watched. Wait, that's this <laughs> yeah. very one. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like 20 years old from my recollection, so yeah. Checks out. <laughs> Wait, why is your recollection in like super dog years? <laughs> well, the show's, the years show's 20 years old. Oh, I thought you meant like one day of your memory feels like 20 years ago. Oh yeah, because well, I'm a tortoise. Uh, Ezra, <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm a romantic, as you know. Mm. Um, but I still find it hard to believe that Lacroix didn't meet a single person since the 1400s that's been even the least bit attractive to him how has he not been wooed since the middle ages um okay i have an actually i have an idea about this <laughs> if you're ruining the illusion that you have actual answers to all of these if you only okay, occasionally well, <laughs> say i have an answer for this one <laughs> <laughs> hush up you uh, you're the new king of bullshit mountain <laughs> um, wrong game you game. have to keep going all right uh, so here's the thing: if if you're Lacroix, you perceive time differently, probably than like a non-vampire, which means that like um, you would see people like basically getting old and like decomposing at an alarming rate, which mm -hmm. is just the killer of moods, you know. If you like see like people's like wrinkles forming, like faces falling off because like they're getting old that fast to you, it's uh, a boner killer. That's a boner okay, killer, right? Okay, but how did he fall in love with her then? He was already a thousand years old. He'd seen hundreds he, of generations of people die. So he was seeing her right as she was blooming. Blossoming? Yeah. Yeah, but gross. wouldn't he see everybody right as they blossom? He's there for your whole life. Also, has he not seen anyone blossom since then? Also, uh, well, he fell in love with her at first sight. Like, they talked for less than a minute, and he was like, I'm definitely in love with you. Let's get married. Uh surely the person that's susceptible to love isn't shouldn't be so choosy over the years plenty of fish in the sea that's what i always say um yeah i, don't, I guess maybe the issue was he was also kind of pure evil or at least like 80 percent evil like a dark evil right yes which is standard for djs <laughs> a single sourced evil yeah um yeah i, I buy that okay so maybe that was a little more repellent so that was getting in the way of his love 
Um, so the thing you have to remember is that this is a time before Grinder and Tinder and OkCupid. So uh-huh. like, I don't even know so, how anyone. So two thousand and seven. Yeah. <laughs> like so, it basically it was it was just a crapshoot. Like it was really hard to meet people. He's he works late nights. He can't go out into the well, sunlight. Tell him to like take an improv class or go swimming or something. Like although they're... people's horizons were very very uh, small back then. I mean, people didn't wander a few, too many miles from where they were born. I mean, there was that one girl, Alex, who said uh, she was the most beautiful girl in the country. When that was clearly false, if you had any idea of what how big yeah. the country is, like maybe the most beautiful person on that beachfront at if that you only time. limit it to lepers i yeah. mean they didn't have facebook right i'm willing to believe that there was just no basis of comparison yeah. she was pretty medieval hot especially for a leper yeah especially for oh yeah she was, she a, was leper a leper 12. nine <laughs> a leper nine a yeah. regular four <laughs> she's hotter as a leper <laughs> yeah yeah you get you get bonus points for being a leper um can i just say that i think for the first couple years of my life i thought it was leopardcy like you really? turn into a leopard. Oh, oh that that's was, adorable. That's a cute that's mistake. Spots. Yeah, and that's why people are still afraid of you, so they put you on Leopard Island. <laughs> I would hang out on Leopard Island. You would get killed by leopards. <laughs> oh, that's, that's how I'm going to die anyway. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was foretold by a gypsy. <laughs> well, then the only option is like kill all the leopards, right? And then secretly one escapes in a basket and kills you later. <laughs> that is anytime you get a prophecy, yeah, basket leopard. This is a classic. Anytime someone like, anytime a gypsy tells you that you're gonna die in some way, and you try to kill everything of that kind to get away with it, check the baskets in the river because that shit always ends up coming back to bite you. Yeah, this is just like Kung Fu Panda too. Everybody mambo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, we wa- Megan and I watched Brave last night, which has that other classic problem, which is like when you ask for something from a witch, be specific. Yeah. Mm. That comes up so often in movies. Like, don't be vague. I want my mom to be different. She's going to be a bear, you guys. That's what's going to happen. You're going to turn into a bear because you're not specific. (laughs) I mean, it could have been worse. As far as, like, backfiring wishes go, that one was pretty good. Well, yeah. uh, Yeah, it wasn't, like, monkey's paw level. No. But again, (laughs) when you got a monkey's paw and you want a wish, be specific. I would like to find a million dollars and have nobody I love be hurt in any way because of it. Like, the monkey's paw can't fuck that one up. Here's the thing that I think you should wish for if you have a monkey's paw. I would like a new monkey's paw, one that has no unintended consequences whatsoever. (laughs) I would like my next two wishes to be entirely as I specify them and to use what I meant. No, 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 but you also have to say I want this wish to also have... uh, no unintended consequences. Oh, right. That's true. Exactly what, it's, 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 tough. it's tough to make a legal contract that's binding and doesn't fuck you over. It is. And so bring in a... Like, you've got a monkey's paw. Take your time with it. You don't have to do this today. <laughs> monkey's paws go bad. I don't know what you do take they? a shelf life is on a monkey paw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, they're shelf stable. No, no, no. no. I, but it's like, it's like spices where it's like they're dried and stuff, but like they get less potent because the uh, oils... Uh, uh, so wait, so does the evil part go or the, does the wish granting part? Uh, both. Both. Well, in, equal, in equal measures? Fine, then just wish for smaller things. Like by the end of the monkey's paw, you're like, I wish I could find a parking space whenever I if need you it. Wish no for unintended smaller, consequences. No. Alex, here's the thing. If you wish for smaller things, you'll get an even smaller version of that, though, if it's less powerful. Shit. Clarezer explains everything. Yeah, you have to get a, you have to wish for bigger things, and then I'll do like yeah. You have to add in. You have to like have like. I want inflation. a zeppelin. Thanks for yeah. the moped. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's that's a, a zeppelin rider.
Uh, let's do the second half of our compliment sandwich. So we're going to go in reverse order, uh, which means I have to go first. Um, I'm going to do it again. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna do three more mini compliments. All right. Wow. Uh, yeah, I can do it. I've got him. First of all, you've heard this already, but Detective Skank, it's a great name. Yes. Number two, uh, a warehouse full of parade floats is an awesome scene for a flashback about murder. Pretty creepy. <laughs> that is a great setting. A scary place. Yeah, it's a scary place and also fun and exciting. Uh, and then lastly, my favorite running bit of this show was people shooting vampires and then looking forlorn that it didn't work. <laughs> Aww. It kept happening, and they were never like, what? They were always just like, ah, rats. I wasted a bullet. Oh, it's a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Ah, crap. It was great. And it happened so many times. So those are my mini compliments. Continuing backwards, Chris, what is your yeah, minor compliment? Um, I have two medium-sized compliments. Ooh. Yeah, uh, and they're both. Ezra's going to have one large, and then Sarah no, will, will have not. half of an extra large. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, mine are both for wardrobe. Uh, so mm-hmm. it, it was very clear to me that in the early 90s, invisible tie technology had reached its apex. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Mick Knight was rocking the invisible tie. All, oh, I hate all that look so season. much, guys. I just want, I want you all to know I hate that look so much. Really? I actually like it. Huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you hate it worse than V-necks? Oh, don't make me choose. <laughs> and uh, the other I'm one not was just familiar that, with the invisible tie technology. That's where you have a shirt that is buttoned all the way up, and it's like you're wearing a tie, but you're not wearing a tie. Oh, I should have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. I mean, that's in right now. People are doing a lot of that right now. Yeah, hell, I'm doing a lot of that right now. Well, it's weird that we're. <laughs> That's it, My other wardrobe compliment, just very quickly, is <laughs> one episode, I think it's the first or the second one we watch. there's a scene where Nick Knight is in his apartment wearing like a white shirt with black pants, playing the piano at night yeah. with a like, glass of wine blood, like right there. And my compliment is actually for his daring. He, he is at least two oxen of courage in that one because <laughs> he has the wine nice. pretty close to the edge of the piano. So if he gets into a glissando yeah. or something, that thing's liable to spill on his white shirt. So he is an expert at having that wine there, and I just have to compliment. Was he using a stereotypical. coaster? Uh, no, no coaster. Because that's not how vampires roll. I can't abide a no coaster piano situation. I, it was wow. just so iconic, I am a vampire, I am a vampire, that I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was really funny. And then in the, the last episode, after he got amnesia, he started playing Fear Elise and was like, I remember <laughs> playing this for someone who was A friend, deaf? he was hard of hearing. And he was noting it the music so down funny. with a quill. I wonder what was happening. Uh, where did that leave us? Oh, Ezra, what's your minor compliment? Um, you know, so the one thing about the 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 prostitute who kills prostitutes and then pimps, mm-hmm. she had some good business acumen. Generally, I felt like like she had some ambition. I don't know. I just I feel like that was a new thing for the for the Hooker genre. Hooker with a heart of CPA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We like you don't often see like a, a prostitute who's looks like. Hey, uh, I gotta make sure that like I'm moving up in the world of prostitution. Um, like he, she was, she was angry that she got passed over for promotion. I guess to pimp <laughs> or to double prostitute. I don't know or senior prostitute. I don't, I don't even know what the promotion level. Senior is. executive double vice prostitute. C level prostitute. Promotion. <laughs> double prostitute seems like a demotion where you have to do twice as much work and get the same amount of prostitute. Oh, it's not half as much pay. No, I think it's the same. It's a lateral move, but more work. More responsibility. <laughs> if it's a lateral move, I think it's just like, it's different work then, you know? 
It just uh, it's just different. I mean, I'm not even sure pimp is necessarily a promotion. You know, I like mean, yeah, well, he's he's a supervisory role, but he's also like not connected to the means of production anymore, so he's not he, I guess it's true. Like you would like miss out on like guess like the big like advances in technology. And actually right, if you liked the prostituting part of it, like it's not you don't get that anymore, right? I worked at a casino for a little while as a bellhop, and the bellhops made more money than their supervisors because we got tipped, and the supervisor was just making, like, like we were minimum wage plus tips, and they were, like, minimum wage plus a dollar, and so we made way more money. So, like, the, the whatever the opposite of the cream rose to the top, the chaff, I don't know how science <laughs> The chaff works. rose to the top. <laughs> the chaff rose, yeah. Like, the only, like, people got promoted for, if, if they were really bad, like, they got caught stealing or something, you'd get promoted. <laughs> because that would get you away from the money. And someone had to do it. Well, Sarah, Sarah, your pimp hand is pretty strong. How do you do it? <laughs> How do I do it? Yeah. Um, some people are just born with it. <laughs> Other people, it's Maybelline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That's the, how the old saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, what's your minor compliment? So, my minor compliment is what with the low production values uh, in like set pieces set in the past and the Canadianness and the general like low lighting, this show reminded me of Wishbone. And I love Wishbone. <laughs> uh, did two people ever try to pull him in half so that they could get what they wanted? Oh, God. It's not the no. point of the show. It was not. <laughs> Yeah. The key to the key to wishbone is you got to be very specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll backfire. You're always backfire. Understand nothing was done for me, so I don't plan on stopping at all. I want this shit forever, mine, never mind, never mind. All right, you guys. Before we go today, I have one more thing that we need to do. Uh, so we got a uh, we got a a lovely missive from a, a fan of the show, Kelly. And Kelly had been having some tough times recently that we'd helped her get through, which is always nice to hear. And uh, surprising, I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely surprising. But it, this is not the first time this has happened. We talked about this when uh, David Bory was on the show last, where we we don't really do it to help people, but we're happy when it happens. Yeah. You know? yeah totally. surprise. I'm, we'll, we'll keep doing it either way, but we're glad that we're helping you and not hurting you. <laughs> Yeah, if we got emails that it was hurting you, we'd probably keep going. So, uh, obviously, we're not going to quit when it helps you. And there was that one time we almost killed a guy. Yeah, we did in Alaska. Yeah, yeah he that's hit real. A moose or something. Yeah, yeah, he was so busy laughing, he almost hit a moose in the road. Although maybe a moose almost killed that guy. I don't know if we. I don't know if a court in the world would convict us of that. But Unlikely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's nice to know that we're doubt. building up a cachet of goodwill. In case we ever kill another guy or a first guy in Alaska with a moose. <laughs> That's what it is. Anytime we get one of these emails, we file it under the karma label so that we can dig it out when somebody hits a moose listening to our show and we can say, like, so, well, but these seven people were having a tough time. Yeah. And we made them me. laugh. Yeah. Kelly, we're, we're, Kelly, we're glad that we helped you and, and thank you so much for in the future helping us. Yeah. That was a really nice note. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for giving us a get out of jail free for later. Thank you, Kelly. Um, well, so one of yeah, the things that Kelly wanted to know, though, uh, Kelly asked, uh, are there any recent, and by recent she means created no later, or sorry, no earlier than 2012, so in the last year or so, any recent books, movies, TV shows, etc., that make you guys super happy and hopeful for the future? What What's something that's been going on recently that's filled you with hope? I'll, yeah. I'll say something. The new Cosmos 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. With with uh, uh, Neil Tyson. Tyson, Neil deGrasse yeah. Tyson, and I gotta say, I wanted to hate it because I thought I hated Neil deGrasse Tyson. I was kind of oh, sick of him. Really? Was, yeah. What? He was too. First of all, he's too universal. That sound you guys are making, it just it can't be real. And then second of all, he did this radio. Matt, don't tell me what's real. He did this radio lab uh, podcast where he was just super smug and wrong about cats falling out of buildings, and he was just a dickhole oh. about it. That's all preamble to the fact that I watched Cosmos, and it's really good. Yeah, it's way better than it had any right to be. I mean, the like the animation, like the the way they go about explaining stuff is great. The visual stuff is is great. Neil deGrasse Tyson is actually great. He's charming. He wears funny hats. He He's got gigantic hands. It's just comically big hands. And uh, he's just so likable. And at the end of the first episode, he has Carl Sagan's date book from many, many years ago that includes his name from the day when he was a 17-year-old kid. Carl Sagan invited him up to his house to teach him science when he was like a 17-year-old kid in Harlem who wanted to learn science. It's the most... And he, just a wonderful story. And it makes me so happy. And it's also like... It's Fox, which is not known for good quality real programming and it's just an awesome show i really like it i don't like that the spaceship of the imagination doesn't seem to have a down so it seems like he'd be falling over because it just changes orientation all the time and no (laughs) controls or handrails but anyway great show i really like cosmos on fox and there's 13 of them i watched the first two um there's three that have aired and the first two are great and then there's so many more so yeah mainstream science tv Uh, i agree that is totally inspirational the ones that I have are less inspirational, but still fun. Suck it, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a competition. No, and I, I, I'm a big fan of Cosmos, and I'm a big fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson in general. But um, a couple things just to watch that always make me feel good whenever I'm down are uh, there's a sitcom called Happy Endings that takes place in Chicago, and it, it got canceled, but there are a couple seasons, 2012 and 2013, so I just snuck in there. Nice. But it is my favorite sitcom that I've seen in the past however many years. Uh, it's very smart, it's very quick, it's very fun, and uh, is constantly subverting the genre a little bit, or just doing some fun things, and it has some ex, uh, SNL people, some like really, really fun stuff. Um, also, Adventure Time. Uh, if you're not already watching Adventure Time, shame on you. It's, it's a wonderful cartoon. Um, Sarah, do you have something? That, I, that it gives me hope that I Something really like. you really like in the last year and a half or so, something that's come out recently that uh, that makes you really happy and or fills you with hope. Uh, well, in terms of um, screen stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I have to give it to Grand Budapest Hotel right now. Um, really? Because that gives me a lot of hope for like just artistry, people taking movies as works of art. Um, and that gives me hope in, in the face of, you know, another Transformers movie, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. Um, it's nice to have that comparison of someone who cares so much about it, regardless of whether or not it's your style. I think it's really admirable. In terms of other media, I would have to say the Church's album hmm. was a big one Aww. for me this this last year. Because Chiverches. it's... Yeah, Chiverches. Because <laughs> it's just... Uh, Lovely, great, bouncy synth pop with a lot of musicality behind it, but it just, I mean, you can't not be happy when you're listening to it. Oh, yeah. It's like um, that and Heim for me. Yeah, and yeah. Heim, but I would say more churches. And then, you know, like comic books in general are fun. I like, uh, mm-hmm. I like the saga. I like the Hawkeye. I like yeah. Hawkeye too. Yeah. Pizza dog, man. 
Pizza dog pizza solves dog. a murder. Pizza dog is the best. As what's your real answer? So the mainstream one, uh, Wreck It Ralph. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved Wreck It Ralph so oh, much. Fun. And it's also, so good. Uh, I think it's just I don't know. It's great to see Disney putting out things that are like are good. Also, I mean, I feel like with Frozen as well. It, I'm I'm happy about the future of Disney. Um, uh, on a more indie side, I actually really liked Safety Not Guaranteed. Uh, um, yeah. Aubrey Plaza and and maybe some time travel shenanigans. Hmm. Um. And on the TV side, I guess uh, this is like, yeah, I guess yeah, I, I could I could sell this. Um, so <laughs> it's probably one of the darker shows actually, but like it has like the it like it's just, it's a very bleak and for me hilarious world. Uh, Rick and Morty, um, and I just like the idea that there's a show that got renewed right away that uh, Dan Harmon was a part of. Yeah. I like all of these. I hope this. Uh, I hope this helps, Kelly. I think I found at least one thing that I'm going to go acquire right away. Yeah, this um, pizza dog thing. I want to check out. Oh, uh, you d- definitely. I like. And I'm not a big comic book guy, but I was. I did an interview with Matt Fraction uh, a couple weeks ago, and so I had to read a bunch of stuff to get up, catch up on it. And Hawkeye is really great. So yeah, I hope that helps, Kelly. Again, we're not trying to help people normally. You you tricked us into doing it this time, but uh, anyway, we're glad to, we're glad you're doing well, and we hope yeah. you can. Uh, what what is? Oh, I just said yo because I lagged for like five minutes. Oh, welcome back. Thanks. Hey, Ezra, what number is two? Two. Good. So much faster than Chris. Anyway, glad we could help Kelly. Uh, good luck with everything, and uh, keep in touch. And if you guys have questions for us, you can send us email podcasts at read weep dot com. That is it for our show, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, we are talking about God's Not Dead. It's a limited release religious nut movie uh, about a really smart kid and a really dumb philosophy professor and the arguments they have. And I hate the way they're using contractions because God's Not Dead is just a really weird way to phrase that. I love contractions. It should be God isn't dead. That's fine. If it was God is not dead, I'd be like, embrace the contraction. But God's not? That's weird. It sounds like God owns the not dead. That's not what well, you want. Alex, take a strong stance on contractions. I. It Doesn't it sound annoying to you guys? I'm, I've run this by some other people. People agree with me generally. God's not dead is a weird way to write that. Oh, I thought you were just saying, people agree with me generally. <laughs> I would so I'm just going to have a blanket with... statement. I mean, that would be true. <laughs> by and large, people seem to agree with my opinions, so I feel entitled to them. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're doing that next week. Uh, it's a, oof, This is going to be an... Uh, also, I have to go out to one of the nastier suburbs to see it because it's in limited release. I'm not looking forward to this one. Thanks, Chris, yeah. for the suggestion. Thanks, Chris. And thanks, uh, who's the fan that wrote in? Uh, Daniel, who agreed with us vehemently when we suggested yeah. that we might do it. Also, Tanya was the one who told me about it, so thanks, Tanya. Yeah. Well, so that's happening next week. Join us for that. Uh, if you have any other feedback for us, we're at Twitter, read underscore weep, facebook.com slash read and weep, read district.com slash contact. You can get our email and such there. Uh, I'm Alex underscore Falcon on Twitter. Also joining us today at C. Walter Smith and at Ezra Fox. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. And our special guest at Sarah Hathaway. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Always happy to talk about some melodramatic vampires. She was one of your areas. 
Yep, I have so much unwanted knowledge now. <laughs> it just keeps <laughs> piling up, too. It's like the rich get richer. Yep, the vampires get vampire. <laughs> 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 the dead get undeader. Or in this case, more and more tortoise-like as they yeah, go Yeah, more tortoise-like. Mm-hmm. You can also Oak see... trees keep getting more evil. <laughs> the demon trees keep dropping their wrath on people. <laughs> you can also see Sarah at Mer- with her improv group Meridian at IO Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, that is correct. We were recently uh, a finalist for best team at our theater for the second year in a row, which was a very nice honor. So come come watch us with an extra critical eye. How long have you been around as a group? A couple years now, right? Uh, three years. That's like, in, in improv years, that makes you guys real old. Yeah, we're, we're I think we're the man now at the theater. <laughs> you are the man now, dog. dog. Yeah. You're the man. Well, check out Sarah and her The Man group, Meridian, Iowa, Chicago. And at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter. Thanks for being here. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back again next week. Goodbye. Gotta have something.